it's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And welcome to another edition of what we like to call Twin Talk with Jose and Angel from Dio Luis's Garage. Yeah, and it's a... uh, it's it's always a uh, another edition and a special edition and all that kind of stuff. And this is a wonderful edition. It's a new edition. It's the paperback edition, <laughs> the hardback edition, as well as the It's e a limited edition. edition. Exclusive edition. Exclusive edition. Of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. <laughs> we have a great show coming today. But before we get to that... We had a great show last week. Let's remember last week's show was fantastic. It was Feedman. We had John Caddy's Klimak with a special report on... on <laughs> well, John Caddy's Klimak from NBC Los Angeles came on, on to, into Theolisa's garage to share a special report that he had broadcast on NBC in regards to the foreclosure crisis that's been going on and how the banks... Oh, yeah. He was uh, brought a report on how... To, for those of you who are losing your home, you can tell the banks, Toma cabrones. Here's the deal. Um, you know what? Um, the banks, a lot of the banks have been doing some shysty kind of things. And um, he uncovered it. And he talked about how some people are fighting the banks and actually winning. Now, people are not there saying we want a free house or anything. But, hey, I mean, <laughs> I <you> do. Know, <laughs> the, the economy really stinks. And uh, the banks haven't been really doing much. And they took our the tax money. The banks are the ones causing the economy to stink. Exactly. So uh, there's ways of doing it. If you guys want to know about it and hear about it, go to www.twintalkcast.com. And listen to our current uh, archive on there. It's titled David versus Goliath. Fighting the banks or something like that. Or you can uh, podcast us on iTunes because we're iTwins. Just search for Angel. Oh. <laughs> no. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. <laughs> I'm uh, full of yeah, myself yeah, today yeah, for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it, it's It's normal, brother. It's normal. I am, yeah. That's what's going on. I'll pat myself in the back. I'll put some more salsa in my tacos. Ain't got no problem with that. Okay. So anyway, so this week's show is going to be fantastic. Uh-huh. And uh, what do we have today? Well, this week we have, you know, we titled it Cancer Sucks because, uh, you know, as you might know, my brother and I are going to be uh, broadcasting um, or podcasting out of... Hold on a second. I want to make sure we're hearing us. Are people hearing us? Uh, yes. Uh, Lulu says uh, she's hearing us and she loves uh, her favorite show. That's can you you can hear us, right, Lulu? Just no, post it, it on like Facebook. Looks like we have a, uh, the track going right now. Let me see. It's, it looks like there's a track playing right now that I don't want to be playing, but I want to make sure. Let's make sure okay. that's not the case. Well, I don't hear anything. All I hear is me and you. Okay. Well, I'm going to check. But what's I never... on the air because. I want to make sure that we are on live. You know what I'm saying? So stand by as I run a check. Oh, we are live. We are live. Since when? Do we start over again or what? 
What'd you say? I'm sorry, bro. I, I was Are we distracted. Gonna, yeah, uh, Lourdes just said it's cool. Lourdes is listening. Hi, Lulu. I love you. Peachy. Anyway, the, our the title of our show today is Cancer is a Drag. And you know what? Um, Jose and Angel, myself and my brother, are going to be um, podcasting on June 24th from a fantastic, fantastic event. Fourth annual IE Rock for the Cure. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be awesome. And you know what? The thing is, it's a, a benefiting a concert that's going to be benefiting the American Cancer Society. Uh-huh. And uh, the American Cancer Society uh, does a lot of things. And in order to... Um, to help uh, victims of cancer and their families, they do, you know, people, a lot of people have events and things like that and to raise funds mm-hmm. and they, they help people with their quality of life. Mm-hmm. And later on today on our show, we're going to speak to Julie Pizzatola, who is. Uh, Hi, Julie. What's up, Julie? She's uh, one of the peeps from the American Cancer Society. She's going to talk about what. what what where all that money goes that people you know donate to mm-hmm. American Cancer mm-hmm. Society, and I and I asked her, hey, let's not talk about finding a cure because that's a given. That's that's what the uh, but, whoever but, else is doing it. What we're but, doing is trying to raise. We want to talk about the, what what American Cancer Society does to to uh, with help, the money that we donate. Well, to help quality of life, brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that's what's going on, and so uh, I'm she's looking be here. forward to that. Um, it, it's about time, Julie, that you. Give us a call here at the garage. And and not to win some tickets. <laughs> anyway, so we'll be talking to her on the phone. And also in Theo Luis's garage, we're going to be having a couple of friends of mine who are uh, just wonderful people, Shauna and Jason Smith. Now, Shauna and Jason Smith are both going through a cancer crisis themselves right now. Uh, Shauna was diagnosed with cancer very, very, very recently. They are in the middle of it right now, in the midst of it. She's the one rocking the uh Chemo Hawk, the right? Chemo Hawk. She's posted on our Facebook. Right. And they're really cool people. And I wanted Indeed. to. Indeed. You know, uh, there's a lot of survivors out there, and God bless everyone. And, and as far as I'm concerned, Shonda's a survivor, but she's in the middle of it right now. And I wanted to talk to uh, somebody who is in the middle of what uh, the crisis is like. And you know you know what I've noticed, too? Uh, a lot of our listeners are touched by or are also in the middle of uh, or survivors of cancer of one form or another. I noticed a lot of posts on our Facebook, which is Twin Talk Show, and also on Twitter, Twin Talk Show. And uh, we're glad that uh, that you're listening, and that that somehow, some way, we can offer uh, this kind of uh, information and insight, and uh, even a fun event, which which I'm looking for, which is the fourth annual IE Rock for the Cure. So please feel free to make some comments on our Facebook anytime, and since we're on the air right now, why not do it now? Or you can call us at six two six. 275 twin that's 626 275 8946 and uh we'll be happy to take your call or you know just uh comment on our facebook or twitter and we'll get back to you on the air so get in because we roll like that one more fantastic guest today a full show today lisa solis delong wonderful wonderful woman and with a wonderful family at that uh she is a nurse a mother wife and now an author, she also has gone through her own cancer um, uh, ordeal in that she has had two boys with leukemia. Oh, man. And she wrote a, a book about it called uh, um, 
Blood Brothers, which is about to drop, as they say in the music industry. Uh-huh. And uh, she will be, um, she's at a book signing tonight, but but she's going to be calling in as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about her story. It's a fantastic story, kind of a, a heartbreaking yet uplifting story. And um, I tell you, I had the opportunity to meet with her the last uh, week or two and, and went to her home and met her family, just a wonderful, beautiful family. And um, I'm really blessed that uh, we're really blessed that she's willing to come on and, and give us a call. So please listen. We're also going to have the American Vato uh, promo and uh, rules so that uh, you guys can enter to win some cool shoes from the Screen Shop, our awesome uh, sponsor www.thescreamshop.com so listen to that awesome promo and on our musical break we will be featuring Sunset Riot a track by Sunset Riot who's going to be here at Theolisa's Garage all the way from Australia their very first tour into the US of A and their first stop is going to be at Theolisa's Garage and they're going to be here can you believe that? Before anything, you know what? <laughs> let's not forget, Jonesy's going to be with us today. Finally, back again, Jonesy with her current events. Hey, Jonesy. Hey, everyone. Hey, uh, before we go to current events, uh, we have shout-outs, but Jonesy's here, so stand by for Jonesy's shout-outs. And I mean, uh, current events, as everyone knows, uh, she is the bomb when it comes to what the heck is happening. I don't know what I did with the rules for American Baton, bro. You know what? Right now, let's just go to shout-outs. Let's move it on. <laughs> I got a shout out to Sean over at Primitive Sound. Hey, Holmes, give me a call back. I'm looking forward to your call. It was great talking to you today. And Damien Chapa Miklo from, uh, what's that movie called? Blood In, Um, Blood Out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I thought you said American Me. Yeah. um, Blood In, Blood Out. Damien Chapa. What's up, brother? What's up? It was good talking to you. I look forward to talking to you. We look forward to talking to you again soon. My son, Angel Ray, graduated on Friday. Congratulations, Angel Ray. Klaus, class, class of 2011, and he was a keynote speaker at the ceremonies. He was. It was fantastic. Awesome. I remember hearing that. And he was great. I'll be posting an audio to that sometime soon, so look out to that. Boom, boom, Belinda. Hey, what's up, Belinda? Hi, Belinda Portillo. Jim Dexter, John Gonzalez, Mary De La Rosa, Tina Robles, and Irene Alacon. All you people from back in the day from uh, Baldwin Park. I know you're not all in Baldwin Park still, but what's up to y'all? And uh, thank you, Irene, for the uh, for the mad props you gave us on our show. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you that. very much. We really appreciate the support. Thanks for listening. Hello to Danny, Dennis, and Dory. You guys know who you are. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, and uh, Jeanette, Christine, Mija, call up uh, Angel, Samantha, or Mario and come over to our grad party on Saturday. Okay, baby? And Marali, Lucita, como estas, mija? It's so good to, uh, that you're listening. Thanks for being there. And to our prima, Leti Serrano, it's good to see you. What's up, Morucha? And, of course, I want to give a shout-out to my son, Mario, and my daughter, and if you guys need, uh, of course you do. Everybody needs a haircut or something now, uh, now and again. Give my daughter a cut. Uh, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Give my daughter a call over at Express Cuts. It's over in the uh, city of El Monte, 10420 Laura Azusa Road, El Monte, California, 91732. Or you can say Big Monte. At, uh, and you can call for <laughs> an uh, appointment, uh, 626-448. One nine three one. My baby girl knows how to do it. Her, her mother, and her grandmother—three generations. 
uh, a great vibe and uh, let them know the twins sent you. You'll get a VIP service. Yeah, you know what? I also have another shout out to my friend Mary Parks from NBC Los Angeles. She, Hi, Mary. She's a reporter. Thanks for listening. She again. also she also is a twin, and uh, she has a pair of twins. Her twin sister is Melanie, uh-huh. and her twin daughters are Margot and Mallory. So I want to give a shout out. I hope that the party you were planning is going as planned or has already successfully 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 uh, <laughs> successfully <laughs> that's kind of like the flyers <laughs> remember when we, we when we went to the uh, 11 or 38 and uh run devil run uh show over right. at the roxy right and i made up all these feed me flyers and it and it it said you know you can listen to our show here and then yeah, you know, yeah, la, yeah. Da, 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 uh-huh. great pictures great logos and everything and it right. said subscribe <laughs> subscribe Instead of subscribe, that's the Spanglish version. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> anyway, so hey, thanks for listening. Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, 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 my uh, Mama Linda's friend from work. Uh, uh, we met her at a party recently. Patricia. Patricia, really cool people, beautiful children. It was the party. It was the party. We were having the we 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 were blessed to say that our niece and Jonesy's sister, uh, Jessica. From uh, the uh, from Afghan came in from came back from uh, being deployed in Afghanistan Afghanistan in the army the 101st Battalion. Jessica brought her friend from Chicago who also was uh, uh, deported serving (laughs) serving with her. Monica was great to meet you. Thank you for coming to the Casa Hernandez and give us giving us your love and uh, and we love you. We we hope to see you again. Anyway, so now it's time. For Jonesy's current <laughs> crazy, kooky, current, corrupt. So, how was your week, Jonesy? Corrupt. The week's been it's been pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me about it. No complaints, you know. Work, do the thing, stand there all day. Thanks for shopping. You you had some kind of, <laughs> you had some kind of interview today, right? I did, I did. I had an interview today for an HR position, so I, I'd be it'd be a big jump. Okay, cool. But just fingers crossed, eyes crossed, you know, whatever you can cross, cross it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on now? What do you got for current uh, What's going on? Okay, let's take it to the dirty, dirty, just because, you know, I'm so partial <laughs> to South Carolina. I read this one, and I had I couldn't I couldn't do anything but laugh. I mean, it's, it's kind of disturbing, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> Terrence Bryant, 50-year-old convenience store worker. So he works at, you know, liquor store. Mm-hmm was basically arrested and booked for selling cigarettes and smokeless tobacco to minors. What? As young as 12. And the way you get him to sell you this is you go in the parking lot and bend over and he spanks you. No. (laughs) He'll buy, he'll sell it to you and he'll spank you for smoking it. No. He'll spank you because he gets a rise out of spanking you. Then he'll Uh. sell it to you. He didn't even give it to you. I mean, that's just terrible. That's bad. I know. If, like, if you're gonna, if I want to bend over and get spanked <laughs> by some old geezer fart, <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Move on. <laughs> okay. At um, least give me the freaking right. Smokes. At least have them for free. Oh um, God. Ger- Berlin, Germany. Did you guys hear about? Wait, this? I want to go back to this guy. What was his name again? <laughs> <laughs> this is. Terrence Bryant. Where was he from? Lexington, South Carolina. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, but I mean, for the most part, you see young people down there smoking anyway. So it's like, 
There must be a lot of kids getting spanked over there. Who says in South Carolina hey, there's a said, lot of smokers? That's yeah. you know, I mean, that's what they say back in the South. Spoil the rod, spoil the child. Wait, spare the rod, spoil the child. Um, What's you know, the rod? Spare the rod. No, wait a minute. Come on, don't go there, hey, Jonesy. <laughs> no, I really. It's no, an old I, saying meaning spare because don't if you spank your kid, you're spo- you end up you're, you're spoiling, spoiling him. him. That's an old saying. An old oh. adage, which means if you spare the rod, you will spoil your child. In this case, he's like, hey, listen, I will give you the rod and spoil you with my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I read it and I was just like, this is really not funny, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was just one of those not funny. What do you funnies. mean? It wasn't funny, but it's hilarious. Like the Cholo DJ says, it's it's different, but the same. It's different, but exactly. The same. <laughs> you know, it's just like. I mean, of all things, he spanks him, like, in the parking lot at that. Like, nobody ever saw this? I, I don't know. It's just pretty funny to me. Uh, hey, Heather Bennett. She's saying hello, and she's calling us hotties. Hi, Heather. On Facebook, she says, I'm not listening. Hey, uh, hotties. Wow, that's very nice of you. Thank you very much. Okay. Hi, Hi Heather. That, that reminds me, folks, you can call in any time, 626-275-8946. That's 626-275-TWIN. Twin. Or post something on our wall and say hello. What else? Okay, let's move over to Berlin, Germany. Okay. okay. Every girl wants to have a super sweet 16, right? Yeah. I know I do. Well, I guess a I had one. A super sweet 16. I had a sweet 16, and then, you know, five years later, this super sweet 16 show comes on, and I felt gypped. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, you know, but that's just it's just like, dude, really? No, what you got was a supermarket seat, seat, seat 16. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, no, I liked my, I loved my sweet 16. I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't like it at all. But um, teenage girl in Berlin, Germany, uh, basically sent out a Facebook invite for her sweet 16. Uh-huh. Okay. She forgot to mark it private. The uh, invite went viral. No way. 1,500 confirmed really? response. No way. Where, where was this at? In Germany. Basically, uh-huh. the party was removed from Facebook and canceled. The newspaper ran ads saying <laughs> the party was canceled. The newspaper... <laughs> <laughs> the family <laughs> purchased a security team uh-huh. to be at the house, notified the police department. The police department had 100 police officers and 50 horses dispatched. Okay, oh You know what? She should have threw the party. What probably would have been cheaper than that. Shit. 1,500 people still showed up. What was really? the girl's name? What an awesome it party. It did not dude. have her name. And, and she And she was like... She posted her party. Yeah, you know, an invite. Oh, like, you can do an invite on Facebook, but if you don't mark it to private, anybody see, can Anybody know. can see it and everybody yeah. can share it. It was like the telephone thing. Hey, you guys, listeners, I want you to know that every time we're sharing our events, they're not marked private. Go ahead and share them with whoever you want. <laughs> you know what? All over the world. Here's the deal. It's like the telephone game. She probably went out on Facebook and, and said, hey. The it, telephone game? You know, when you give somebody, tell somebody a message, and then by the time you go around, everyone tells everyone, it, it changes the message, like okay. the rumor thing. Okay. So she probably posted out, and she goes, hey, I'm turning 16. Man, this party's going to, you know, it's going to party like a caboose. I don't know what, what that means. <laughs> but by the time the next guy says, hey, this girl's turning 16 and it, and we're going to party in her caboose. <laughs> and then the next time was, this girl's 16 and she's really loose. <laughs> and then the next one, and then the next one goes, man, this could be a bunch of 16-year-old girls that are loose. And next thing you know, you got 1,500 guys there thinking they're going to get laid by a bunch of loose 16 Spanking those girls and giving them cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's what so, happened. Forget the viral thing. It was so, just the, the good old-fashioned telephone game. Oh, I went to that party. I'm there, <laughs> there were 11 people detained by police, okay? Really? One, they wanted their money back. One officer was injured as he tried to defend his BMW sign from being taken off of his vehicle. <laughs> that sounds like a cracking party, man. Right? I would have went if I was And they didn't there. even get in. Imagine <laughs> no, the if party had... the party went on in the street. They were chanting that this girl deserves to have her party and she should be allowed to celebrate. People brought oh, wait presents a and wait, so cake. they didn't awesome. have the party. They the family canceled the party. Oh. The party happened in the street. Awesome! What a hundred yards from her house. party, and man! I that, wish I was there. She has a future in prom, prom, club promotions, right? Well, oh. they said that even though they whisked her away and she was not allowed to be there for whisked, her party, whisked her away. Whisk, whisk, <laughs> whisk, I don't know. I could totally see this. Like she really wants to be whisked away. Exactly. She's probably thinking, "Wow, she, this is." She cracking. celebrated her party in an undisclosed location with her grandparents. Poor kid, right? With her grandparents. <laughs> awesome, sweet sixteen. Awesome, sweet sixteen. Everybody else had fun, but, but you. you. Know, that really just that really just takes it. It really just goes to show really where it's at. Because how many times have did we go or have parties or fa- and there was always those people that weren't invited. Because yeah, the, the police. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad closing the gate, man. He, he's oh, fearless, yeah, he, man. He fearless. Close the gate on the cops and goes back in. He was fearless. <laughs> he is my, fearless. My dad is still fearless because he's Hernandez. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so what, what else is going on? Go on, sister. Okay. Listen, I hope you. I hope you have your sweet sixteen and a half at least. Right, Kila de Olveria Light. <laughs> what the heck was that? was arrested in Stewart, Florida for driving erratically. And you know, when they're driving erratically, there's always something good behind it. In Stewart? Florida. Uh-huh. One of my favorite states. Um, Remember Stewart from Mad TV? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look what I could do. Look what I could do. <laughs> no, please, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> well, she was driving on the opposite side of the road, 20 miles below the speed limit. What, you, what are oh. you doing? Go ahead. Keep talking. 20 miles below the speed limit and passed up an officer just like this. Um, they tried to pull her over and she For didn't, driving too slow. Well, on the opposite side of the road, too slow. Okay. Well, either way, you can't drive too slow. I learned that. I just did 20 hours of uh, <laughs> That's right, school. he did. Absolutely. There you go again. 20 miles is, is a lot. I'm actually going for my master's in traffic school. (laughs) (laughs) Your Honor, I could teach you a thing or two. (laughs) Well, when they finally got her to pull over, took three cop cars. (laughs) Let her finish it. She was naked. Well, she she was topless, completely topless. And going 20 miles an hour? Going 20 miles below the speed limit. I would have been running 21 miles an hour right there, brother. (laughs) Just (laughs) blocking traffic for her. Did she say why she was topless? No, um, supposedly she was nothing wrong with that. (laughs) She was probably, with that name that you couldn't pronounce, I bet you she was like from Brazil or something. She's probably just a stripper. Because they, well, then what was her stripper name? (laughs) Speedy. You know know how to come up with your porn name, right? How? You you say the first, your first name is, is the first name of your, I mean, the name of your first pet. Okay. And the last name is the name of the street you grew up in. <laughs> so, Jonesy, what would be your porn name? Tisha Sweetgum. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sweet gum <laughs> or Blazing Star. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, bro? Uh, well, yours would be mine, I guess, because uh, we had the same pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> no, if you really go back to our very first dog we had, I would be Blackie Bleaker. <laughs> <laughs> and today, Blackie Bleaker oh means not sparing the rod. <laughs> Tisha, <laughs> Mr. Tisha Sweet Gum. <laughs> <laughs> Blackie Bleaker. Doesn't spare the rod oh. with Tisha Sweet Gum. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on to the next. Oh my God. Vernal, Utah. Vernal. Vernal, Utah. Jason West okay. was cited again. I, I like uh-huh. people. Who's Jason cited. West? Jason West. Uh-huh. Isn't he the guy that played Batman? Why is a dog barking outside? Because there is. No, that was Adam, Adam, Adam West. That the Migra's coming. <laughs> He's warning you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Jose, I, what are you doing, he, man? Can I take you anywhere? He was cited for disorderly conduct for basically paying a, dis- a medical bill that he was disputing for $25 using, what was it? 2,500 pennies. He got cited for paying a bill with pennies? With pennies. It was a $25 bill. for It was a medical bill, and he had a problem with it. What do you mean he, he got cited? He got a ticket he, for paying a bill. He got a, a ticket. He went into the medical office. It was actually the um, Basin Clinic in Vernal, Utah, and asked them if they accepted cash. And when they said yes, he dumped 2,500 pennies on the desk and told them to count it. <laughs> that's that's 2,000. It's got to be more than that. I think, ah, here bucks, you go. Right? About those. No. $2,500? $25. $25. Oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> he, he paid a $25 bill. Tender. Right? Are they saying a penny is not like valid? That's baloney. It's legal tender. As a matter of fact, it is the, it is the law. I broke my headphones. It's the law. That if you give someone legal tender, which money they coins, have is, they have it. to take it. What do you mean? I, he has a lawsuit right there. He's a lawsuit. What lawsuit? He got cited. All he has to do is just not pay it, <laughs> or pay him in pennies. <laughs> <laughs> well, his his cite, his ticket for disorderly conduct uh-huh. um, can run him. It's going to run him about one hundred and forty dollars, which is fourteen thousand pennies. Okay, pay him. I mean, and I would bien, do the guy. exact same thing. Go over there and pay him in pesos, man. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that'll e- that'll even be more. You know what? Nowadays, that's what they're doing everywhere, dude. You know, it's like they're paying in pesos. Well, look, what's going on here? What? Bringing up pesos. Listen to this: tuition deal for immigrants upheld. The U.S. Supreme Court decision allowing California to continue granting reduced. In-state tuition to college students who are illegal immigrants is likely to bolster similar proposals across the nation. You know what? Oh, that means? I am so pissy. Do you know what that means? That Don't get that me means, started on that. That means that um, that uh, uh, anybody can get education for cheaper. That means that immigrants could get a cheaper education in California than me. Than than someone who wasn't born in California. Like uh, the that one uh, Qaddafi guy that was here just recently and went back to Libya. Hold on, I got a call Actually, coming. Let's see who this is. Um, I <laughs> it's tried to enroll in college this summer, and they told me I was not a California resident, and I've been jumping through hoops to prove that I'm a California resident. Th- just tell them you're illegal. Right? <laughs> well, you're on Twin Talk. Bye, Hi, this is Jose from Twin Talk. Who am I speaking with? Wrong number. What the <laughs> heck with you? <laughs> Don't call back. He says, I'm Jose, and they hung up. <laughs> Next time I'll say Try I'm Angel. Angel. <laughs> well, that just cost me $2. Just tell them 
that uh, that you're an illegal immigrant and you'll get uh, no. Here's get here's what here's what bothers me. Here's what bothers me. It's part of trying to get towards the Dream Act because the Dream Act is like we should allow children that are uh, illegal immigrants to be uh, have a free education and and even if whatever children that whatever. The thing is, we're paying out of our tax dollars for education that we can't afford, right? For other people to have a cheaper education. Where's the justice in that, bro? You know, they could argue all they want about how there's, about how there's, um, you know, you got to worry about uh, uh, the people that are coming from other countries. Hold up a second. Jonesy, bring those checks mix over here. There you go again, dude. Hey, Jose, you know what? I think that I'm going to, I'm going to totally, I'm going to, how would you say, stoutly disagree with you, whatever that is. I haven't even finished my point, but go ahead. But I disagree with you (laughs) because it doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, you know. It doesn't matter. I'd rather I'd rather my money go to an illegal immigrant's education than to sending our troops to fight a war, especially a war. Okay, that wait a minute. But that's but that's nothing. Hold on, that's nothing. Okay, that's that. What you're reaching? That's no, apples absolutely and oranges. not. You're absolutely not reaching because uh, we have to pick our battles, and we're, we, there's there's too many battles. That's a to different pick, battle. To fight. That's a different battle. Right. Brother. We don't. We're not right gonna, now. What we're talking about is this. When you're having uh, difficult difficulty trying to get your kids a decent um, college education because it's so expensive, or your kids are trying, they can't afford it, and yet some immigrants can do it, and they don't even board in here. They can get a cheaper education. Jose, listen. that's not fair. And who's paying for it? You are if you're paying taxes, brother. Listen, Jose. you're paying for it. Your kids, if they're working, if your kid's out of school, I mean, graduated from high school, and he's working a part-time job trying to pay for his education. Guess what? He's paying for someone else to get in uh, first. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Where get hungry. That, where, I'm not gonna be able to eat because my taxes are no, paying for somebody's the education. Point. The point. It is, is the point. The point. The, what What are we hanging on to? What are we so afraid of that? Oh, it's not just. Who cares if they if wait they go till your to kid is not a it doesn't it, it, wait till your kid can cannot get those college classes that it's, he's it's, trying to get because someone else can afford it because you're paying for it. It's that not my, about my kid could go to the other. Not them not getting the education. I'm a California born and raised, moved out of the state for three years. Okay, I've lived here for one year. I have to jump through hoops to prove that I'm a California resident. That I never left my residence, yes. which I never did. Yep. So I don't pay two hundred and fifty dollars a unit. Everybody needs to listen to this. Heather Bennett chimed in here. Heather Bennett says, "Well, I'm throwing the bullshit flag on the college ruling, as in that's disgustingly ridiculous. I don't think someone who has never paid a dollar of taxes should get a free education when my husband works seventy hours a week." Pays taxes, and we'd like to struggle. We have to struggle to pay for college. I agree, Heather. You rock, baby. Hey, Jose, I love you, and Crystal, I love you, and Heather, I really dig you. I'm so glad you listened to, but I disagree with all of you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you why. You have to listen to my point, because when you listen to what you're saying, you're saying, oh, it's not fair because I'm working hard and paying taxes. Th- They're not legal, so they shouldn't get Yes, yes. So, so Absolutely. This is, look at the, you, mm-hmm. you have to kind of, Look at the, the the words that you're saying. You're holding no. on to something. No. It's pent up. It's not releasing. Give, give, give. Uh, the 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 world, this life, the universe is bountiful. We don't need to sit here and try to hold on to something. You know what? You the universe kind of is yourself. not bountiful. Okay, we're living in a in a, the worst recession. The worst recession. Oh, in, in our, in our, I can't go to Lake Havasu this year because. 
I didn't get that raise. Where does that come, come from? On. What is that? You're reaching, what do you mean? brother. No, no. I go to Lake Havasu every it. year. Is that what We're saying? living in the worst recession where in other countries, okay, people don't have not even this checks that I'm eating right now. And that's why and they're coming here, and we're paying for them. Good. We're giving them more incentive Good. to come give, here. Give, give. And where does the money come from? From taxpayers' dollars, where it should be utilized more, more uh, uh, no. efficiently. Really, we have to stop. See, because that's all that's. That's all the kind of rhetoric that that we are caught in. One uh, one group of people are for it; the other group of people are against it. Meanwhile, we're stuck in the same level. When we we have to stop talking, and start being, being engaging, engaging ourselves, engaging ourselves by kickback, by eternal. <sighs> An eternal gauge, not some (laughs) freaking bank account or some law or principle, by the eternal things. And only that way can things either diminish in, in, in their significance in your life or be fixed. But otherwise, just like, uh, they don't uh, just, Albert Einstein said, you cannot fix a problem with the same frame of thought that created it and we're doing the same thing. But you can't fix a problem by just, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't just fix a problem by just being. Oh, hold on. I can't pay my bills, so let me just be. Hold on. If I'm being with the world, maybe the world will take care of itself. And while I'm at it, I'm going to go sign the dotted line for welfare. Trust Someone me, we're not fixing anything groceries. if we're holding on to our money. What for? What I, is it for? I can't hold on to my money. Heather I got to pay for bills. Again, and she said, I get you, Angel. I really do. But my kid's school lost five teachers at the elementary school. One school lost five of them. Use those free immigrant dollars to better educate our children. Exactly. And then you give immigrants to ille- um, uh, more incentive to illegally migrate to the United States, and we're already overburdened with that. Overburdened to the tune of 20 million plus illegal. Yes. Come on. Dude. <laughs> Wait, let me just, hold on. Dude, you let have just a be. Hold on, let me just be. And a house. And all that, I mean, what kind of really, really think about it? I know, I don't know. I, I just think that I have a daughter who's in college uh, age right now. Uh-huh. And if I wish I had the money and the ability to send her to college without having to, you know, but I, I can't. So she has to struggle to do it herself. Okay. And, and she build, took it and she character. Took, and she took time off this semester because she can't. She had to work full time and try to get some money to pay for her next college. Next, she can't do it. And then the, my younger daughter, she's gonna next year she graduates. What are we gonna do with her? I don't know, you know? man. Who knows? We we, we might the, not have the any prospect money to drive of telling her to your college. kids. You know what? <laughs> you're on. on your the prospect of telling the your kids. The bottom line is people are hanging on to 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 what? What you give 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 and what's the big deal? No big deal. And I'm not standing up for the immigrant you know immigrant what? because I tend to be a little more on the urban side. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Immigrants are. It much has good. to do with the eternal gauge, and we're not gauging ourselves with that eternal gauge. Is is you know just be right? To be, to be give or what? Mm-hmm. To be or what? <laughs> you know what? We got to move on because. Uh, we have our guests, our guests who made it into the garage, uh-huh. and, and we're already running behind. So, I'm sorry. We're Who's running behind, behind us? Yeah, Shauna. Yeah, you're on. You're hot. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, yeah, we have, um, we, have, we have a little bit more to go. I'm sorry, no but feel, feel free to chime in whenever. Okay. Thanks for being here with us. You look fantastic. Buddy. I don't want to get caught in the, in the argument, though. It's like I can see both sides. I do see both sides. Uh-huh. But I have to say that I, I, 
I do favor with Jose. Um, I, it's okay. Don't. I, get- I see where you're coming. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, Angel. And I, you know, it's interesting that both of you are twins. You're you're almost identical, mm-hmm. but you're two totally different people. You can see it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know you. I've I've met you a couple times, but mm-hmm. you can see that you're you're two totally different people mm-hmm. in the way that you you see things mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, that's not to say that either one is wrong. I just... Per- yeah, it is. Angel's wrong. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I'm somebody who doesn't really believe in college, so... I, that's there why you go, I, that's right why, on. We that's can- why I couldn't get into the argument very much. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. You know, I did very well without even taking the SAT, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, <laughs> that's an interesting uh, point that, that uh, Shauna brings up, because... As you chew on more food on the microphone, people... Because, because you know, uh, typically... Typically, people will think, okay, college is, is, you know, the way to go. It's your ticket. It's your ticket. And uh, Shauna was thinking out, outside of the box, and she's done quite well. And I'm, th- and I'm on the same. I'm thinking, out, I think, outside of the box. When you're in the box, you're either for or against it. I'm, I'm just thinking, well, you know what? It, que tanto pedo, man. Que tanto pedo ni que nada. Let's move on to the next one. Que you gotta, tanto you gotta, pedo, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got to listen to last week's chill lounge. Oh, okay. <laughs> or was it the week before? Yeah. <laughs> Go to our podcast. So what else it's we got, an endearingly, It's an endearing in, it's expression that means what's the big deal. But it's, it's a vulgar expression. <laughs> it's pretty vulgar. Which oh. means what's the big deal. Okay. <laughs> so what else we got, Jonesy? Sorry, I, I went off the side, uh, the, you know, down a tangent. Man, I had such a good one, too, and I just closed it. I thought we were done. No, one more. Uno mas. Okay. Two seconds. <laughs> okay. I really just closed it, and it was such a good one. It had been sitting there so I could talk to you guys about so, it. Okay, so let's go back to that, then, since we're on it. No, let's just, you know what? Let's talk about Wiener. Oh, oh Wiener and his Wiener? <laughs> yeah. Wiener is such a Wiener. Okay, here's the deal. This is what I got to say. Here's a revelation, ladies. Here's a revelation. Here's a revelation. Okay, what's Wiener? Representative Anthony Wiener is a representative uh, from New York, in case you haven't heard, who um, who was who was married. Representative the, uh, of the House. He's a senator, so he's you know yeah, uh, so from New York. Oil uh, muy chingón, like I know how, like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He is newly married to um, to a woman uh, for about eleven months or a year or something like a year and a half, uh, who's actually uh, in the, uh, a friend of the Clintons. He's a high in the cabinet with the Clintons, and as a matter of fact, Bill, President Bill Clinton officiated their wedding, and uh, he's a pair guy. Officiated that, he, the um, wedding. Did he, he give him some tips as well? Because <laughs> I, I already know where this one's going. <laughs> did he show him how to aim the phone? <laughs> How not to leave evidence? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he was—he's uh, been uh, sexting with a bunch of women via Twitter, and he got busted because he ended up—he uh, ended up uh, instead of sending a direct message on Twitter, he sent a, wo- a woman a public message with a shot of his bulge. <laughs> wiener shoulders, wiener. <laughs> and at first, the worst part is at first he vehemently denied it he even called uh, one of the reporters on the air he called him an ass for being just so you know asking him questions on it and he just came out yesterday and started weeping and saying it's me i did it and i've been doing it with six other women la da la da 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 is sexting cheating 
Um, that's a good yeah, question. That's a personal opinion. That's a right? personal I mean, opinion. That's a personal I'm not opinion. saying I'm for or against it, but I did see somebody, um, Jeff Johnson actually tweeted that today, mm-hmm. that he was ta- they were talking about it, and he says... Is that, the is that real Jeff Johnson. Yeah, the real Jeff Johnson. Is Here, it considered cheating? I here's mean, the deal. Here's what I feel about that. Um, when when President Bill Clinton was uh, was caught up in the uh, Monica Lewinsky scandal, um, a lot of people were talking about how, or he said, he said, oh, I didn't have sex with her, oral sex. He I, said, he said, I, did I didn't inhale, and she didn't swallow. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First he said, no, I, "I did not have sexual relations with that their woman, with that woman." And 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 sex to him, oral sex wasn't sex. And and here's what happened. And this is a this is a documented fact. Subsequent to that, in the fi- next following eight oral years, sex oral known. sex among teenagers it's, spiked. It just went up because it's not sex. And the uh, president said it wasn't sex. And the thing that bothered me the most, I think he, uh, you know. He, he doesn't need to be impeached for that. That's an issue between he and his wife. But I do believe that he needed to be impeached for lying to the grand jury when they when he took him when he went to, to the grand jury and then he said that he didn't. When he did, he then perjured himself. He broke a law. The probably the most basic of the bastion of our of our constitution is that when you bastion? go bastion, isn't yeah. isn't that. Like the Little Mermaid, <laughs> <laughs> the bastion, like the I pillar of a rock singer, <laughs> the pillar of our of our society. No pun intended. Angel, the pillar <laughs> of our society is when you put your hand on the Bible and you speak in front. And for the court system to work, you have to when you when you make the oath, you have to say speak the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And he lied to the grand jury. And who is the one person who needs to be the example of that? The one who upholds the law. The president, right? The president of the United States, and he didn't. He lied. And for that reason, I believe he needed to be impeached, and therefore he was impeached. Unfortunately, he wasn't thrown out because what happened? And I, and I, and I predicted it. I predicted it. Impeached. Impeached is when you go to trial, when, they, when, the, when, the, when due to whatever your actions are, the, the people of the United States can put, can put the, the I thought president, it was a naked juice. <laughs> <laughs> they can put you, they can go, they can make you go to trial to try to determine whether or not you are not fit to continue uh, being president. Okay. Um, I'm going to impeach you, Jose. You're not fit to <laughs> run this show here. <laughs> Anyways, I said it then and I was, I was just via me saying it again today. I, I said it then. Via me? <laughs> yeah. I, I said it then that he needed to be the example for all, all especially youngsters. And I was right because what happens? I watched a doc, uh, uh, a show. Arnold about, Schwarzenegger about six, did it with a Guatemalan. <laughs> about six. About six. <laughs> About six, I can never get a point through. About six years later, uh, I was watching a uh, thing with uh, Diane Sawyer, and she was doing a, a, a segment on Primetime News, LA, uh, Primetime Live, or whatever it is on, on Channel 7. And she was doing a segment on the. Uh, no, he uh, didn't. No, on how, <laughs> how kids are starting to cheat more uh, in school with their, with their exams. And, and element, I mean, in junior high, high school, and college, and how they're using higher, high tech to do it. And. And she spoke to a group of high school kids. And these are kids that were in grade school when the president went through his thing. And two of them said, well, if the president lied, 
Oh my God! So it's Clinton who screwed everybody. No, I'm not saying <laughs> Thank that. You. I'm not saying that. But if there's one Good who needs point. to, Clinton what? ruined That's every child for the, the rest of forever. I thought it was forever. the internet that had ruined our children. No, it was cell phones. <laughs> what I'm saying That's is passing that the buck. if there's anybody who needs to be the example on such things when it comes to the law, is your mom like and the, dad. Like Thank not you, lying parents. To, like not lying in the your grand mom and jury. Dad. Yeah, of course you. Of course you do. But the president of the United States, the most public figure probably in the world, but at least a bastion of a, of the of what the the, the justice nah. system is in the United States. He I agree be. with you. I he should be upheld to the highest standards. I totally agree with you. But it really boils down to the parents because it could be a parent that doesn't even agree with no, anything. You're right. Who didn't even vote for him? But we already have. As a parent, you should understand. We're already. We are already fighting against the tide. Because we are trying to in, 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 in raise our children a certain way, and society is applying all these pressures. And when you have people in, in, in office, people who are supposed to be role models, like the President of the United States, cheating, then that just gives a teenager or a youngster an excuse. Yeah. You know, it makes it easier mm-hmm. for them well, and more difficult trust as a parent. Me, if they didn't have that excuse, they'd find another one. Yeah. Teenagers are full of them. And Lourdes says, full of it, Lourdes, po- Lourdes posted here, hey, it uh, looks like Angel ditched that day at school when they talked about impeach. She says, I know what it is, and I'm from Guatemala. (laughs) Do you know Arnold? Arnold. 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 (laughs) Now, here's the deal with Lulu. Do you know Arnold? We you know we gotta we gotta move. That could uh, you know be a we whole we another Oprah. We were gonna talk about we were gonna talk about the wiener, but we went on another thing. And I was gonna talk about the fact that they want to ban circumcision circumcision here, which is ridiculous. What what, what is that? I heard about that too. What is that? that why why? Because they feel it's cruel. Because I, I'm sorry. What are we talking Have about? Have you ever, no? Maybe you haven't, but I've been the girl with a guy who you know, and that's. You got you got to give the girl something to chew, but let's move on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. shouldn't even have gone there. Shouldn't have gone there. We move on. We we need to <laughs> we need to move on. Jonesy, I'm sorry, but we're no, it's okay. <laughs> we are running out of time. We're, we're talking here. peaches, wieners, and uh... circumcision <laughs> or not. <laughs> So uh, okay, Jonesy, thank you so much for your current events and for enduring our uh, our banter. Love you, Jonesy. I'm so glad you're here. And so now nobody li- rocks the current events like you. Nobody. I said no nobody. No kidding. Thank you, Jonesy. Anytime, guys. So now we're going, but now we got to go to uh, something that we've been uh, sharing with our listeners for the past couple of weeks. And if you in case you missed it, we have a fantastic piece of audio that. We, uh, we 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 yeah we we picked up this fantastic piece of audio that we that we um, in honor of of the fact that oh yeah the week of <laughs> the I know American Idol <laughs> the week of the angels just read the the rundown it's right there. you wrote it yourself <laughs> it's right there it's in red white and blue too bro just um, for you man we we found this uh, right about the time of the American Idol finale. And uh, it it is a because the, we got connections, eh? The original American Idol pilot, which was uh, unearthed by my brother and I, and you'll see that it it's been uh, it's been changed. Eventually, they changed it to a different thing. But check it out, listen to it, and uh, let us know what you think. Cut, kill it, I said. 
tune in to Twin Talk for the premiere of American Vato, where you can pick a real homegrown Vato to be the first American Vato. Check out these creases, Ese. Don't cut yourself. I got my flannel, my khakis, and my imperials, Ese. Que mas quieres? Will it be... El Enano from East L.A. with his firme threads but menacing stare? Don't be a chava, ese. Vote for me, because I'm the real American vato. Hey, baby, que paso? I'm the most firme ruca in this joint, ese. Or la shy girl from Bolin. And Chucho, and my man. She's got connections, eh? Shout out to my homegirl, Sapa. Hey, Sapa, I got your eyeliner, eh? That's a firme track, Holmes. Turn it up till it bumps. Or do you prefer to groove with Flaco from Dogtown? I get the ladies, Ese. Orale, Holmes. You can't groove it like me, Ese. This is how I get the niñas, eh? So show America where you're from, Ese. And call on your cell, or from your cell, to vote for the first American Vato. Premiere soon on Twin Talk. That's more like it. Shoo! So, as, <laughs> as you see, they did change it a little bit. They decided to go for Middle America and they, <laughs> instead of Urban America, <laughs> and they made it the American Idol. So, but so, but since we got our hands uh, on this audio of uh, the American Vato, we decided to give our listeners a chance to participate in Twin Talks first. American Vato Contest. Ike Holmes. And what's really cool about it is that the Screamshot, our kick-ass sponsor, is giving away a free pair of shoes. They got cool-ass shoes. So, all and, you, and, and you can go to www.thescreamshop.com uh-huh. and check out all their products from anywhere. So just go online and check it out. Go online, yeah. check it out, and, and participate on the American Battle. All you have to do is post on our wall today, and the next our next show will be the, the finale of the American Battle. So you only got like a week. Hey, listen, folks. Participate. This is the brainchild of my brother. <laughs> or should I say the illeg- Ill- illegitimate brainchild of my brothers. <laughs> and uh, it's a good idea. It's a fantastic thing. Participate, y'all. <laughs> Participate, y'all. What's cool about it is that you can win some cool-ass shoes. So You got the rules? The rules, yeah. And if you want to know the rules as it was put by the Cholo DJ, listen to our podcast, American Vato, the Cholo DJ. Just look at our website, www.twintalkcast.com. She t- he tells the rules a lot better than I, but I'm going to go Because he's it. a real American Vato. Because he's a real American Vato. Here's the rules. Where's the rules? <laughs> <laughs> What's your nickname? Because all the vatos are rucas, because girls can play too. Tisha Sweetcone. So he says, what's your nickname? We all have a nickname. And uh, what's yours? And what's your favorite oldie? I know everybody has a favorite oldie. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. You can get, you can win points. You can lose points. But what's your favorite ro- uh, oldie? And what's your vato car? Yeah, your Ramfla, like my brother What's Ramfla you're going to drive when you're a Vato? Tell me what it is, and, and you'll get some points or not, okay? And if you're a Ruka or a girl, how many baby daddy you have? And if you're if you're a Vato, 
how many baby mama you have. And what's your favorite line on American Me? You got to see that movie if you haven't seen it. What's your favorite line? And just like Avato or Ruka, you got a little bit of attitude. What cause have you stood up for? Did you fight that bully in school because he was a bully? Or did you stand up for something at the PTA or at the city council? You see, we all have an inner vato. All you got to do is play along. Let's have fun. And post your results or whatever on our on our wall. And go to our notes on Facebook. And uh, you can see the rules there. And there you go. Que mas quieres? And you know what? <laughs> and, you know... Remember when you were a kid and you make up those characters or whatever? Or if you were drawing figures or whatever, make one up. Be Go. creative. Go for it. It's my brother's brainchild. It's illegitimate brainchild. <laughs> okay, so we got to go to a break, a quick commercial break. Trust me, this one's going to be quick. Quick. But when we hey, come. By the way, Lourdes says that uh, she digs our, our guest, that she's funny. She posted it on Facebook. <laughs> All right. Shauna, Shauna uh, Smith will be with us in a little while. Uh, but when we come back, first we're going to talk to Lisa Solis DeLong, mom, nurse, and author. Uh, quick phone call with her. No, jo- Julie first, right? First, we're talking to Julie Pizzatola. Yeah, Julie Pizzatola um, uh, from the American Cancer Society. And then right after that, Lisa. And then uh, Shauna. So we will be right. We will be right back. <laughs> we will be right back. What I'm gonna say. We'll be right back. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hey everyone! If you're looking for the coolest shoes, t-shirts, wallets, accessories, and more at the best prices, the Scream Shop is the place. In serio, bro, the Scream Shop is in tune with all the firme styles and brands like Supra, Vans, Converse, and you can get your audiotistic tickets there on sale Friday. Fantastic! You know what else you can get? You can get one of those uh, uh, stylish and cool McCargy Fixie bicycles. That's the new thing now. So yeah. go to one of the Scream Shops locations at Riverside, Huntington Park, City of Industry. One at the Santa Anita Mall in Arcadia as well. Or go online at www.thescreamshop.com and get your goods there. And give them our promo code TWIN and get 15% off your purchase. And get their latest info on Facebook, so friend them. Don't forget to friend them. And you know what? You can go on our website at www.twintalkcast.com. Click the link there. Go straight to their website. And remember, the Scream Shop alternative footwear and more. Shoo! Yeah, I told you it was a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Okay, we're back. Then. Now, I, I, I forgot to. I forgot that we, while we were on our break, we needed to dial a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so Julie, give us a call. No, 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 no. Jonesy's going to dial it up and make sure it's all good, and uh, and and put it on the phone. But let's uh, let's remind our listeners that when we um, we, we got Julie Pizzatola from the American Cancer Society, also. Uh, uh, Lisa Solis DeLong, who is a mother, an author, and um, and a nurse, and she wrote a book called Blood Brothers uh, about her two children, uh, two brothers, who had their own uh, cancer crisis, and uh, my garage, our, uh, the Lisa's garage is falling apart. What just <laughs> fell over there? And uh, leave it alone, bro. And uh, also, of course, in the Lisa's garage. Uh, my very good friend, neighbor, and a person who's very courageous and going through her own crisis herself now, Shauna Smith. So, um, do we have her on the phone now? Let's see. 
It's still dialing. <laughs> <laughs> so who do we have? Julie? <laughs> I've already forgot. Julie Pizzutola is next. Julie's next. Okay, let's see if she's on. I don't know. I posted our rundown on our Facebook. Can somebody tell us what I posted? Hey, Julie, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Awesome. Thanks so much for your patience. We really appreciate it. Thanks for being on our show. I know that you're really busy because you are like handling all these events for uh, American Cancer Society. Will you tell uh, our listeners uh, uh, what your title, what you do? I am a senior relay for life manager, and I manage five cities for the American Cancer Society in the Border Sierra region. Awesome. Now, tell us what the American Cancer Society, because I, I, like I told uh, the, our listeners earlier, I wanted to talk to you because it's a given. We're all, we know people are trying to find a cure for cancer, but what right. other things, as far as uh, quality of life, does the American Cancer Society benefit? Well, what a lot of people don't know is that the American Cancer Society, we are the number one um, funder of cancer research, only next to the U.S. government. But in the meantime, while we are looking for a cure for cancer, we also provide free services to cancer patients and their family. And our goal is to get out there and educate the community and let the community know that that we're here for them. All they have to do is call us, and we never ask for a penny. So every everything that we do to fundraise goes back into helping that loved one that you you know that that needs something from us, and we're there for them. For example, can you give us uh, a couple of uh, things? Yeah, well, we have we have lots of free services, and one of them, there's a couple of them that are near and dear to my heart. Um, our one service that that we provide is um, Road to Recovery, awesome. and we all know that, you know, when you go and get your chemotherapy, you know, you get very sick, and you need someone to take you to and from your treatments. And for a lot of families, there's only one working person in the family. And for them to take off of work and lose that income can cause devastation. So all they, all you have to do is give us a call. We have volunteers that are ready. We can come out. We can pick you up. We can take you to and from your therapy every single day until you're done so that you're loved one doesn't have to take off and you don't lose that income so you don't lose your house you don't lose your car you don't have to take food out of your family's mouth that's fantastic i thought that's free all you have to do is call us that's fantastic so you can get a volunteer to go to work for you (laughs) we have have volunteers who are at the ready they sign up they they want to get that call every day they want to be able to help well that's so that's just provide that that is fantastic we also, and another one that I really love is our Look Good, Feel Better program. Tell me about women that. Who, women who are going through chemotherapy, they lose their hair, they lose their eyebrows, they lose their eyelashes. And we all know that if you look good, you feel better, that's just anybody. Anybody, you, you put on new clothes, you feel good. Right. But one thing that people don't know I feel know good without and, my clothes. <laughs> well, and one thing that you don't look we as women, when we're told never to share your lipstick, don't share your mascara. Well, and it's very true when you're going through chemotherapy and your immune system is down to nothing. Right. Um, we teach. We have cosmetologists and estheticians who are on who teach classes, and they teach the women how to apply their makeup without double dipping because. 
if they get any germs in their system, it could be deadly. So just as a simple act of applying your mascara could be a death sentence for these women. So we teach them that. We give them new makeup that wow. is donated by Lancome or Estee Lauder or Mary Kay. And we also give them wigs. So when someone donates their hair to Locks of Love, that's where the hair goes. And that, we give them beautiful wigs. We teach them. That we have these classes. And it's just amazing. That's fantastic. Thank now, we we, uh, we want to get quickly to uh, the awesome um, event that uh, you're putting on on June 24th and the, that we're participating in. And we're very honored to be part of. Tell our listeners what's going on June 24th. June 24th, actually, it's Friday, June 24th at Romano's Concert Lounge um, in Riverside, California. Um, we are having four very awesome bands, Borrowed Bones, which is um, lead singers, our very own Dennis Gabriel. Yes. Um, N.T. Robeson, who is out of the Riverside area, is very well known out here. And we have two really awesome bands out of Hollywood, um, Run Devil Run and Warner Drive. They're all coming out and giving us their time to rock for a cure. Um, tickets are $10. They can be purchased on our website or at the door. And all of that $10 is going to help cancer patients in and around you know, the Riverside area. That's fantastic. So, what I, I want to say to is. our listeners that... Uh, Jose and Twin Tuck for, with Jose and Angel are going to be there. And, uh, and I'm going to be there too, Jose. <laughs> we are, we're really proud and honored to be there. And I want to encourage those. You don't have to even like music. Just go there and hang out with us and hang out. There are going to be a lot of survivors there and uh, people that are involved in, 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 in American Cancer Society and, and rockers. Stacy Wells, the uh, uh, rock star mm-hmm. reflections uh, artist, is going to have a, a piece of Awesome artwork, original artwork uh, that's going to be auctioned yeah. off, and Twin yes, Talk with Twin we're Twin Talk. We're going to have the Run Devil Run signed copy of the book for Run De- from Run Devil Run. Um, Xavier Muriel from Rep Cherry has donated some signed items, so we're excited to have that. And also Justin Amord from Eleven and Thirty Eight is. Um, donating some items from his collection as well. Awesome. I, I, I want to encourage people to go, and you know what? Just because they said ten dollars, that's cheap. Bring more money. Yeah, you know? it is. And you know what? Before Bring we got we got to let you go, but um, Lourdes, Thanks for having me. before we do, Lourdes, Lourdes is on um, Facebook, <laughs> and she says, uh, "Hey Julie, how do we volunteer?" <laughs> come, just give me a call. Okay, give well, me a call. Come to Rock for the Cure. I can set you up out there where you live. Okay, so just contact us on uh, right here on Twin Talk Show on Facebook, and Absolutely. we'll put you in touch with with Julie. Thanks so much, Absolutely. Julie. We're honored. Thank you so much. Our, our pleasure, very much. Bye bye now. That's going to be awesome. All you listeners, come on down. Uh, we've a uh, couple of the bands I've seen personally. They they kick ass. They rock. The artwork that Stacy Wells is bringing uh, uh, for auction is pretty awesome. She's a really good artist. Yes, she is. And, <clears throat> and uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, my brother and I are going to be there podcasting the show and with our very own custom Twin Talk with Jose and Angel photo booth that you've all heard about and not all of you have seen. Come and experience it for yourself. It kicks ass. It really is. It's a pretty cool thing to have. But you know what? It's going to be a great uh, event because there's going to be a lot of uh, awesome, cool bands. Cool people hang out with, with cool bands like Jose and Angel. So come on down, and we hope that, uh, that we see you guys there. If you can't, just contact the American Cancer Society and send your 10 bucks. How hard is that, right? So now we're going to have... I'm going to need some gas money. (laughs) 
<laughs> so now, like I like I like as we talked about before, another great uh, uh, one of our uh, great guests. Uh, uh, her name is Lisa Solis DeLong. She is a mother, a nurse, and now an author. And uh, she also has had, has her own cancer story. Uh, Lisa, are you on the line right now? Yes, I am. Hi, Lisa. This is Jose and Angel from Twin Talk. Thank you. Hi, Jose. Hi, Angel. Hello. Thank you so much for being on the phone with us. I know you're really busy right now on a book signing, so we really appreciate the time that you're taking to be with us on, on, on the on the show. Real quick, can you just real quick let people know what your background is so people have an idea where you're coming from? Um, I am the mother of four children. Two of my sons have had leukemia. Um, it is a non-familial kind of leukemia, so it was very rare for them to um, both to have it. Um, I'm a registered nurse and a bereavement facilitator and very involved in um, the world of pediatric cancer. Um, and uh, so I decided to write a book about it. And um, thankfully, my youngest son is well enough that I could take the time to do that. My oldest son passed away in 2000 as a result of his leukemia. Um, Let's talk about so that real quick. Let's okay. talk, real quick, I want to hear. Uh, uh, tell us uh, just real quickly the synopsis. Um, he was uh, when he was diagnosed and what have you. Okay, um, Justin was five years old when he was originally diagnosed in 1990 uh, at the age of five. He uh, received the routine treatment. He was um, on very, very hard chemo for a year, and then three years of maintenance chemotherapy, which involves oral uh, chemo, chemo in, the, in pill form, and then also IV injections once a month. And um, he went into remission very quickly, maintained remission for 10 years. Um, wow. His leukemia did come back um, very suddenly, and he passed within five months after that time. He was 15 years old when he passed. And how old was your 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 younger son when he and when your older son passed? Uh, Jacob was only nine months old when Justin died. And um, and tell us about Jacob. Uh, uh, Jacob is the youngest of my four. I have two daughters in between. Jessica is now 22. Joelle is 17. And Jacob, thankfully, is a healthy 11-year-old. Um, he he also uh, was diagnosed at an early age. He was six years old. Um, only a year older than Justin was at the time he was diagnosed, so there's some strange irony in that. Wow. Um, yeah, and um, his leukemia, although it was the same kind, they're both they both had acute lymphoblastic leukemia, which is the most common kind of childhood cancers. Sure. Um, but Jacob's diagnosis, he was put into a uh, moderate um, standard risk. Justin, upon diagnosis, was into a high-risk category because he had a higher level of white um, sure. leukemia cells. Um, so the treatment has been almost exactly the same so for there, Jacob. Um, yeah. So there's sort of like, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but sort of a sick irony in that your two your two sons having two daughters, but yet your two sons um, are afflicted with this. But right now, your son is in remission. And uh, there's some hope because I know you and I met because I was doing a story. There's some new um, form of chemo that that would hopefully keep him in remission. Uh, but let's let's talk about the fact that you wrote a book. Tell us about that real quick. Okay, um, I started writing about my boys. Uh, what's the name of the, What's the name died. of the the name of the book, please? It's called Blood Brothers, mm-hmm. and it is my story of faith and loss while raising two sons with cancer. 
Um, I chose that name. Obviously, I've had you know the blood issue, the blood cancer, uh, and others. And even though Jacob was only nine months old when Jake, when Justin died, um, they have a very uh, intense and very real connection. Um, and that was very surprising to me. I didn't expect that um, while raising Jacob. When, as it, when he was a toddler, two and three and four and five years old, uh-huh. he would um, say things like, I miss my brother, and wow. he would, um, yeah, and at, at one point even um, tugged at me really hard and to go in a direction I didn't want to go, and we were at this track stadium, and uh, I was there for Jessica's race, and he was tugging at me, he's three years old, and he just practically knocked me over, and he just said, Mommy, I want to see my brother, and I said, what, where, what are you talking about? I squatted down, and looked him eye to eye and and he said up there him's up there and he pointed toward the press conference the wow. press box at the stadium and i i just it just stunned me i'm like what i looked up i couldn't see him <laughs> i wished i could but i couldn't and those kinds of moments as a mother with two sons you know one not here and i just started listening better you know i just started paying attention Right. to the details of their lives. And so I decided to write about what happened. Um, and and, and it's, it's, it, it seems kind of, um, you know, might terrify people to read it because you think, oh, I don't want to read about boys with cancer, but it's actually a very hopeful book and a very joyful book because we, um, myself and my sons, my daughters, um, we live a very joyful life. And um, it hasn't, and we've had obviously very, very dark times Right, I um, I could att- I could attest to that because I've I've had the I've been the I've had the fortune to meet you and your family and they're just you just beautiful family I must say and um, obviously showing a lot of strength and courage and I and I applaud you for that. Uh, the book is Blood Brothers. When does it When is it released? It'll be released on July fifth. It'll be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and um, Target dot com. It's available now at TatePublishing dot com. As an ebook and a paperback, um, um, we have to. Un- unfortunately, we've run out on, uh, on time now. But if there's one thing you'd like to impart on anybody—mother, brothers, sisters, or anybody who who is uh, going through their own cancer crisis—what would it be? I would say um, become involved in a group. Don't do it alone. You need help. You need your community. You need all the resources that cancer centers have to offer, great organizations like American Cancer Society, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, small organizations like the Michael Hoffman Foundation, all communities, um, especially um, where there are bigger cancer centers, have wonderful foundations and places, um, people who want to help. So all you have to do is look, and don't, don't do it alone. I tried doing it alone early on and realized it just, you know, it's not going to go away. You, gotta, you, need, you need community, so go get it. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate taking you're taking the time to be with us. Uh, much luck with you uh, and your family. We hope to hear uh, more from you in the future. And uh, uh, good luck with the book. Thank you, Jose. It was nice to meet you. Likewise. Thank you. you have me on show today. Thank thanks you. Thanks for being on our show. Bye-bye. So what a fantastic story. And you know what? I saw her family. I met her family. Her beautiful daughters. Uh, her, her husband's a coach and teacher. Um, where is she? Where is she doing the book signing at today? Um, you know what? I don't know. No, somewhere here in town. Hmm. I, I did know, but I forgot about that. <laughs> By the time everyone gets there, our show is going to be you over. You are to not flawless, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're going to take a quick musical break, and then we're going to come back with our with our main guest, uh, Shauna 
uh, uh, Smith, who uh, is gracious enough to have been sitting here and during our noise. And uh, she's going to talk to us about her own um, um, uh, situation and the fact that she's just cool peeps. And meanwhile, listen to our musical break, which is a cracking tune uh, by Sunset Riot, who's going to be here at Theoresa's Garage from Australia. And the tune is called Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. That's Rattlesnake. Ciao by Sunset Riot. Everybody tune in. They're going to be here on the 21st on their invasion of the U.S. First stop, Theo Luis's Garage. Can you believe that? They're actually going to stop by Theo Luis's Garage and hang out on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And we're totally honored. Thanks so much for thinking about this, guys. I know you guys are listening, and I hope that you... Uh, um, have fun while you're here. We're going to make it fun. Yeah, we we are. We're going to chill. We're going to party and get What a great track. And you know what? If you go to 
Twin Talk Tube, which is our YouTube station, which we're still working on. But if you go there, you'll check out their new video. Yeah, and I actually posted it on our Facebook today on Twin Talk Show, Rattlesnake, their first official video. But uh, on on next week's show and the following show until the 21st, we'll, we'll play another song. Uh, uh, we'll turn you guys on to some more Sunset Riot. You know what? I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I posted... <laughs> I, sorry, Shauna. We have now with us uh, my very good friend. Uh, one, I put up here, uh, more cancer is a drag with Superwoman, Shauna. <laughs> but I put Shauna Sands. Uh, <laughs> you know, you never know. That could be next. Who's Shauna Sands? She's an actor. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, our, our, my friend, uh, and, and happens to be my neighbor, uh, Shauna Smith, who herself just recently has started enduring her own cancer crisis, and we are very fortunate and very honored that you're willing to share this with us and our listeners. Welcome to Tia Lisa's Garage. Thank you. Glad to be here. And thanks for sharing with us on the top of the show there. I'm a sharer. That was cool. I'm going to update this while you tell us, first of all, what your background is, where you're from and where you grew up. I'm a native Southern Californian. I was born and raised in Glendale and didn't didn't really get too far i'm right here in burbank right next door to glendale so um i'm 42 years old i'm an executive in the entertainment industry i do human resources for a living i've done it for uh, i think it's going on 23 years now so i'm constantly dealing with humans and their problems and their (laughs) issues and and solving them Uh most of the time Uh you are a superwoman let me tell you um, you I've seen you. You have t- uh, two beautiful children, and now you've got your third. Okay. Um, and um, and I see you running around. And just to endure your your crazy husband. Yeah, <laughs> the nut of a husband that I have. Yes. Jason, who is, let me tell you, I say that endearingly. He's so awesome. He's a great guy. Um, but he's got a black bear in his front yard. <laughs> yeah, an over-life-sized black bear. But I got... <laughs> That doesn't look. It's it's not even a cool bear to me. No, it, it, it you know. Okay, that, here it is. It's a patent leather bear. That's what it, it looks like. A patent leather. Yeah, bear. Yeah, it's shiny and it just <laughs> looks like it came right up from TJ. I mean, it just really got shipped. And I I have nothing against TJ, but it came right up from there. <laughs> that gives that gives it new meaning. You know the guys who are peddling the stuff right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, like right next At to the Bart, the Bart Simpson that doesn't really look like Bart Simpson, and then, and then you got this bear. You know, he's kind of the equivalent of mira, that. Bart mira, mira, señorita, it's a California bear. And, and by the by the way, it's important to say my maiden name, my birth name is Amador. Amador. Oh yes. wow. Okay. Which, okay. Which means love, right? Which means lover. the lover. 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 Yeah. It's the lover. Okay. So you know. Crazy guy across the street wants me to take Smith. <laughs> Is that the name of the bear? Oh, no, that's no, your that's last name. No, that's my okay. name. Okay, That's okay. my... my right, I was, my bad. The I, name of the bear. Yeah, no, I was born with that name. Compraste also se llama Smith. So, you know, <laughs> so let's talk, I, I am half Latin. Let's talk a little bit about that because um, um, I met Jason when we became... Jason and I became neighbors before before you were married. Right. Uh, which wasn't uh, relatively not that long ago. And um, uh, Jason... Crazy guy, I mean that endearingly. Just a cool guy, always full of life. I mean, just the life. As a matter of fact, he's known for having great parties, yeah. Halloween and everything, and great yard sales. And great yard sales, <laughs> and just a great guy. And then one day, Jose, I'm married. Yes. Okay, it was like a two week courting, and you got married. Tell us about that. Um, I met him on a Thursday. He 
asked me out on a second date. On the second date, he asked me to marry him. And 12 days later, I, I said I do. Can you believe that? Wow. And my divorce had just become final uh-huh. 20 days prior wow. to me meeting him. He scored. And I said I was <laughs> never getting remarried. I was never having any, other, any more children. And here you are making babies. And yeah. Never say never. Yeah. <laughs> never comes a little too quick. Yes, it does. And, you know, uh, so now may I ask, how long have you been married now? We've been married, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's three and a half years now. And, um, you know, I always worried I'd end up with egg on my face. But, you know, it's, it seems to be uh, seems to be working out. Yeah. I'm not having to eat a lot of crow yeah. pie. <laughs> so. Let's talk now. Let's talk what you were, you know, what we were here to, you were here to talk about. You, it came as a shock to all of us. Yeah, all the shocked. neighbors. It's a we have a tight neighborhood here. We have you know block type parties and stuff like that. And when we heard that <laughs> you were diagnosed with cancer, we were shocked. Tell us about that. I was shocked. Uh, I found the lump. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt exactly what they tell you it feels like. It it felt like a pebble. And I went to my doctor and I went to my plastic surgeon and I had him feel it. And he really wasn't very concerned, but he wanted me to go see one of the best uh, breast specialists in Beverly Hills, which was Christy Funk. My brother thinks he's a breast specialist, but you know, that's well, a that's a different kind of a breast <laughs> specialist. That's the massaging kind. This is the one that looks at you with an ultrasound uh, and squeezes yeah. it really, and squeezes tight. it really flat. I got a breast story, but that's that's another that's show. That's a whole other show. Um, so go on. And so she had a, she could feel it with her finger, but she could when she looked at it with an ultrasound, she had a hard time. And then she found it, and then she did a cell biopsy on it. Ten minutes later, after she had actually found it and biopsied it, I was sent across the hall to a mammogram machine. And she had told the technician, this is where, the, this is where it is. This is where you look. The mammogram was clean. Wow. I will tell women wow. until the day I die, you never trust a mammogram. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You trust an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. You feel something, you make sure you get an ultrasound. Mm. Because that mammogram was clean. And I guess, mm. you know, a lot of people might just do that. Like, you, you, it's sort of denial. The doctor said it was clean. Hey, I got a letter right here that says it's yeah. clean. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it, 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 you really, I, I, I was not somebody who did self-breast examinations. Mm. I was not somebody, I, I've never, I've known one person. I do them who all the br- time. Well, <laughs> yeah. A different type of examination. <laughs> but, you know, it's just... It, it was so shocking to me because nobody in my family has cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm the first one. Wow. No one. That's just mm-hmm. incredible. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's the hand that I was dealt. It's one of life's lessons. Um, I took a very positive attitude when I was diagnosed. Tell us about that day. Tell us about the moment. Tell us about that day when you were it, diagnosed. Um, the day before I had been in Christy Funk's office and I told her when I left Look, I'm gonna I'm a straight shooter. So mm-hmm. if you find something, mm-hmm. you don't call me back here and tell me in your office. Mm-hmm. You tell me on the phone, mm-hmm. and that's how we're gonna roll from this point forward. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Okay." The next day, I was at a lunch and um, at at my company, and I got a phone call, and it was Christy. And I excused myself out, and she said she took a deep breath, and she said, "I have had three pathologists look." 
at the cell biopsy, and they all say it's cancerous. Can you come back? Can you come back now? And she was literally, I think, six or seven blocks from my office, and I jumped in my car, and that was the beginning of the ride from hell. Did you, did you, what did you do? Did you call your husband and the drive? Uh, illustrate that for us. Um, I'm, I, I actually, I don't remember what I did. I just know that I got back to Christy as fast as I could because she was going to do a tissue biopsy, which would actually extract more. Yeah. A, a moment ago, you mentioned that, uh, uh, that was one of life's lessons. It is. Uh, can you, uh, mention a little bit what 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 are you learning on this i mean what what okay. is what i wh- who i have been since i was at least 5 years old that i can remember that far back i have been a protector of people mm-hmm. i have been an educator i have been a mentor mm-hmm. i have given advice um to people much older than me and for mm-hmm. some reason that's who i was born to be mm-hmm. um this was dealt to me. This was mm-hmm. given to me. Mm-hmm. There was a purpose to this, mm-hmm. and that's the life. Le- that's the life lesson. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know anything about cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know anything about chemo. Although mm-hmm. I will say that there are only two things in this world that scare me, mm-hmm. that frighten me to death. One is drowning, mm-hmm. and two is chemo. Mm-hmm. I have been through major things in my life. I had grand mal epilepsy as a child. I was obese, and I took care of that with Mm -hmm. stomach stapling. And I have been through major, major things. This is the test. Mm -hmm. This is my test. Mm -hmm. I am supposed to come through on the other side Mm -hmm. and educate and promote and just promote awareness, be there for somebody when they go through it, Mm -hmm. and I will be able to tell them, I've been where you are. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's who I was put on this earth to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. That's who I've always been. Mm-hmm. That shows a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and, and light, in that light, I, 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 with the most respect, I, I, I want to say that you're very early on in your, in, in your mm-hmm. crisis, if you will. I, I don't want to think to say. Obviously, we all have positive outlooks, and you must obviously have a very positive outlook and everything. How how do you is can that is that possible though, to be that way twenty four seven no. three sixty five no. every no. minute no tell us about that I'll tell actually this is an interesting situation because today mm. I did not have that attitude okay mm. but that's the attitude that I try to carry today I'm angry I want to know why mm. my karma is in good check mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. it has been all my life I don't do anything bad to anybody unless mm-hmm. I would want it done to me mm-hmm. and. I'm pretty pissed off today. Mm-hmm. I was pissed off yesterday. I was, I'm pissed off today. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had my second round of chemo. Chemo sucks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. not that bad. I've got, I've got a very extensive chemo uh, because one of the cancers that I have is very aggressive. Um, and if I don't do the chemo, it'll go to my liver or my kidney and it'll kill me. I, I don't think we illustrated. I'm sorry, brother. I know you were going to say, I don't think we illustrated exactly what happened because you endured oh, okay. a surgery. If we jumped ahead a little bit, but I want to just spell it out for people to see where you're at. When they, when, after the biopsy came up, you know, uh, and everything, you went into a pretty invasive surgery. Talk about that. Well, I had been augmented, um, in 2006 from basically, let's say an A 
to a double D. I literally had the most beautiful boob job in the world. And um, I, when I was diagnosed, it was stage zero to one. Okay, that sounded pretty. That sounded pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, we caught it early. It's small, great." Right. Then they take this BRCA test, which is an acronym for breast cancer. They test your blood to see if you have it in your gene. My blood had characteristics of the BRCA gene. Mm-hmm. Shocking, because no one in my family has this. So yeah. why do I? Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so from that, they said, "Let's do a lumpectomy." Mm-hmm. So they did a lumpectomy, and when they did the lumpectomy, the pathology showed that there was much more cancer in there, like DCIS. DCIS is almost, it's a, it's a form of cancer, and it's like dust. Wow. It's sprinkled in there like glitter, mm-hmm. okay? And then there's invasive cancer that gets into the ducts, and I, I will say that I'm not a professional at cancer. I'm learning, right. okay? Um, so... I had both. I had DCIS and invasive cancer. They told me that because I have characteristics of the BRCA gene in my blood, it would be best to do a mastectomy of the breast where the cancer was. And in order to be um, aesthetically appropriate and proactive against the cancer, it would be best to do both. Take both breasts. Fine. Take them. Get them off me. Um, well, when they took them off of me, my breast tissue was so thin because remember I had been an A. Right. Okay. So if they're trying to get the cancer out of the tissue, you have to, and I hate, this is very blunt. I'm Mm -hmm. very forward and I I tell it like it is. Sure. You have to think of skinning a fish. Wow. Okay. So they skin the fish and they put me back together and my skin did not take. My skin didn't come back. It didn't wow. survive. It didn't live. My skin turned, my chest turned black. And I was put into hyperbaric chambers uh, three different times for two hours, just breathing oxygen, you know, oxygen air and trying sure. to have it come back. It wouldn't come back. So then, so now I'm, I have no, I have no breasts. I have expanders in me that are killing me mm-hmm. because I was going to have implants put back in. Mm-hmm. And I was approached by my doctors to have a very interesting uh, procedure. I had never heard of it. It's called a D-I-E-P flap. Get ready, people. This is what they did to me. They took a section off of my stomach. I had, I had extra skin on my stomach from being heavy when I was younger and also from having children. Okay, A lot of women have wished before that they could put their stomach on their chest. Uh, I know I have. I had wished that when I was younger. Interesting. Be careful what you wish for, ladies. Wow. Someday you might get it. So they take this panel off my stomach, and they cut it off, and they literally, with a microsurgeon and a plastic surgeon working together for 15 hours. Oh, wow. Took that panel and, and cut it in half and put one side on of my chest and one side of my on the other side and created breasts connected the arteries back so all the blood would flow properly and I now will never have to have implants again I have I I I have breasts again Mm -hmm. stomach tissue is very much like breast tissue it feels just like it wow and so then they'll go back and they'll do the reconstructive of the, the, you know, the areola, the nipple, the tattooing, 
They'll do all of that. But so the sweet surprise in all of it was I got a tummy tuck, which is something I always wanted. <laughs> Be careful that's what the, you wish that's for. Looking, that's looking at the bright side. Yeah, here we go. I mean, but see, that's it's it's what you wished for, but how did you get it? Right, right. Okay? Those are the lessons in life. The, I'd, like, I'd like to ask you... Um, uh, obviously, it's it's a real challenge, and I mean to say the least. Or, uh, I mean that's the worst words to pick. But what you're going through right now, what about your husband and your family? What kind of toll or challenge does it pose them? I, I know, I, I know that it's it's your you know ultimately you're the person that's suffering this ordeal. But obviously, there's people that love you that that are probably sharing in your in your pain. I think I think they definitely are. I think some of them are are frightened. Um, my sister didn't take well to it. She like went into the black hole of nowhere, and um, I'm estranged from another sister, so I really don't care what she thinks. Mm. But but, but, it, have, it, have, but regarding my husband, yeah, and I have three children now. I was raised by very progressive people. My parents were very very progressive. They never hid anything from me. I was mm. taught that life wasn't fair as a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My children are learning that through what they've seen. Mm. My children have seen me go from, you know, this this beautiful, uh, you know, augmentation to, oh my gosh, my mom's chest is black, to, wow, there's no nipples on her boobs. Mm. I mean, they've seen that. I don't hide anything from them. Mm. Um, they, you can't help but hide my bald head from chemo. Mm. They're watching me go through that. They're watching me go through being very weak. Um, unfortunately... They also had to see me go back into the hospital for my last surgery because I got a staph infection that was undetected. And as your prior caller was talking about, when your immune system is this low, you you have to be very careful. You have to eat. You have Mm -hmm. to drink. You have to do everything just to keep yourself alive, Mm -hmm. okay, because this stuff all but kills you, Mm -hmm. the chemo. Um, The one who's been really just my hero is my husband. Um, He lost his mother suddenly to cancer right when we met. Mm -hmm. I I mean, suddenly she was diagnosed in July and she Mm -hmm. was gone by September 1st. So, Mm -hmm. and she chose not to fight it. So here he's, you know, and she was a very strong woman and she left his life right when I came into it. So I wonder if he's seeing this as, you know, He's really got to respect this. He's really got to be there. He's really got to just be involved. And he has been. Um, he's He's been there every step of the way. He's taken me to my chemo treatments. He takes care of me. Um, he makes me laugh. That's that's the biggest part about Jason. He makes us all laugh. Yes. <laughs> he really does. He's that great. bear makes me laugh. Yeah. Well, that and the gorilla and the elephant and everything else. What can What can we learn? People that, that aren't in your position, what can we learn from this? I would just ask everybody who sees somebody with a bald head, and if you think the person's going through chemo, don't look away. Mm. Smile. Smile at them. Mm. Make a point to look them in the eye and mm. smile. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think it's hard for people to see mm-hmm. people, especially a woman, not so much a man, because you mm-hmm. don't really know with a guy. Mm-hmm. But a girl, mm-hmm. a girl running around with a bald head, mm-hmm. you know, that's, there's only a couple categories you can put that into. Mm-hmm. Um, 
oddly enough, somebody actually put me into a different category the other day when they started a conversation with me. I had a mohawk on my head for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I walked into Cedar sinai very uncomfortable. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going in with a baseball hat. I'm not going in with a scarf. I got to work this. I put, I put my Ray-Bans on. You look hot. And I realized that I did. Thank you. You did. Yeah. Look awesome. But this woman that was sitting next to me thought for sure that I was a lesbian. <laughs> because she said, you know, your partner. Well, you're a hot one. <laughs> I was you know, like, wow. I'm lesbian too. Yeah. yeah well, hardcore lesbian. The best people are. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, she didn't really... I don't know if she caught on, but then she asked me if I had children, and then I let her off the hook, and I told her the truth. <laughs> and she goes, oh, my God, you would never know by looking at you. And I said, no, trust me. I wear this mohawk really just to remember to kind of, you know, not take this to so serious. Take it seriously, but try and laugh at it at times. And that's, I think, I think that's what my husband has taught me, you know, laugh. Mm-hmm. We got to laugh at this when when I was going to have to cut off all my hair that I cherished more than my breasts. Um, he said, do me a favor. If you're going to do this, if you're going to buzz it off, sport a mohawk for as long <laughs> as you can. He said, you're never going to be able to do that again. Never in your life. <laughs> and, yeah, so, that's you know, something he would come up you with. You take the high road. I think you have to take the high road in, in, in times like this. Um, you try not to go down the angry road as, as much as you can because it's very easy to slip to the dark side. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to be mad. Uh, mad at somebody or something or or everyone for that matter. Right. And I'm really, um, I'm somebody who likes to come out looking like the rose. You know, that's why I'm trying to watch my P's and Q's through this whole thing and just... <laughs> Get out on the other side and mm-hmm. just be done with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're 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 doing fantastic, and you Thank will. You. And you let me tell you, we don't say it enough because, of course, neighbors like to give neighbors room and stuff. It's great to see you pulling up and say hello, and mm-hmm. uh, and the kids say hello to one another when you come up. Yeah. Um, and we really honored that you're here. Um, if we can, I'd like people to get to know you a little better, and I think they can if they read your website. Mm-hmm, that this, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Shauna has a website that she set up that's totally unrelated to this. She set it up a long time ago because she has a crazy husband. <laughs> Please go to her website and you'll kind of get a gist of what kind of really cool, colorful people our neighbors are. You got to check out his yard sales. He's got the most interesting <laughs> off the wall things for Go sale. to her website. <laughs> but you, give our listeners your website. It's uh, www.myhusbandiscrazy.com. <laughs> and it's not, it's not a, it's not a bad crazy. There's no male bashing. Yeah. Uh, I, I did all that in my twenties. I'm, I'm in my forties <laughs> now. I don't need to male she, bash anymore. She truly loves her husband and it shows with this website and it's a lot of fun and you get a, a glimpse as, uh, to the world of the Smiths across the street. And uh, we're here always, try- people trying to keep up with the Joneses, we're trying to keep up with the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> Shauna, thanks so much for thank being with us. Absolutely, thank you for having me. You're awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Shauna Smith, not Sands, Shauna about Shauna Sands Smith? Shauna Sands Smith? That's good. Amador. Amador. Okay, we're going to be um, right back with, with the Chill Lounge. With the Chill Lounge. Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Kick back. 
listen. Posting the cut, you know, neither here nor there, but in the cut. Post it like a diligent soldier at his post and get used to it and be it a minute. There's no need to think of sides and in the cut, there's no need to even think. Let the wheels go round and round and just post the cut. Don't be a clown. There may be drama from your baby mama. It won't kick your butt cause you're posting the cut. No intellectual discussions and without repercussions you're avoiding the rut cause once again you're posting the cut. If your neighbor's yard is crappy and you start to feel a bit snappy don't trip on the weeds and maybe just smoke some weed cause you ain't a nut you're just posting the cut. So don't engage in projection And don't you trip on rejection, because when you're posting the cut, you fill the void with reflection. Chill, one love. And that's my brother's chill lounge for this week. Posting the cut or living in a rut, <laughs> smack the butt to get the cigarettes. <laughs> so, what'd you say, Jones? <laughs> anyway, that's uh, my brother's chill lounge. Everybody, listen to uh, all the chill lounge. I mean, every show, at the end of every show, we have the chill lounge. So, listen and let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to or us. Or don't, just and post the cut. And if you guys want to uh, download our podcast, go to www.twintalkcast.com. And and because we're iTwins, you can go to iTunes, search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes. And friend us on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and on Twitter, Twin Talk Show. And listen to our next week's show. What are we having next week? I don't know, but it's going to be an awesome show. <laughs> All right, everybody. Good night. Thanks for being with us. Good night. Show.